Welcome to the Inner Source Podcast, hosted by the biggest brain in Maine. Well, certainly the biggest head, it's Saucy Dad. Hello, beautiful people. How you guys doing? How you guys doing? Welcome back to the Inner Sauce Podcast. Episode 16. Yes, sirree. Episode 16. As always, I want to express my gratitude i want to express my appreciation for each and every pair of ears that is currently tuned in to listen to me blabber so thank you guys thank you for all the support thank you for all the streams um we're growing we're growing and it's exciting you know uh yeah so thanks for being here man oh man this (laughs) this world you know some weeks i have a some weeks i have a an internal struggle just to find a topic to talk about And I think a lot of that has to do with one thing. I've been really filtering myself to a certain extent. Yeah. I have. I have. Um, Most of the world does. I mean, that's just the fact of the matter. Majority of the world does. Most people feel a certain way, but it's much easier much easier to just carry on keeping those opinions to yourself and not having to have these lengthy debates, these heated confrontations. And especially in the position that I have put myself in voluntarily, trying to grow, trying to grow as a content creator, trying to grow this podcast, trying to, all along, my number one motive for everything that I do in relation to content is to make a, make the world a better place as, as much as I possibly can during my time here. That's always been my driving force. That's always been my motivation. Excuse me. That's always been my inspiration. And out of fear of offending people, out of fear of, out of fear of not growing, you know, 
I think I've very much so filtered how I really feel about some things. Because I know for a fact, I have a little bit of everybody. I ha you know, I have a little bit of everything in my support base. The audience, if you will. Which is amazing, you know? I think I've made it very clear. I do not care what you look like. I do not care what your interests are, what your sexual preferences are. I don't care. Literally none of it. I love you. You are a human being. I love you. I, I would go out of my way to help you if I could and you needed it. You know, that's just how I feel. I love people. I love people. I love people. And I, I think, like I said, out of fear of not continuing to grow, out of fear of getting this bad reputation or coming off as coming off as ignorant or disrespectful or hateful. I think I've really been reserved to an extent. You know, I've shared a lot of how I feel about things. I'm not saying I haven't said anything about how I feel. Obviously, that is not true. But, uh, you know, I, I've been... <laughs> I've been kind of wondering, every time you upload a podcast, every time I load this thing up and distribute it to all the different audio-only platforms, it asks you what season this is and what episode in that season is it. I've always kind of wondered, huh, you know? When do I go to season two? When does season two start? How do people do that? Do you go to 20 episodes? Do you go to the end of the year and then go to the next season? Do you, what do you, how, how do you do that? How do you go about that? What's the, the rule of thumb? I still don't know. And I don't, you know, I've never really done any of this based on what other people are doing. I suppose that might be smart in some cases, but I, I don't want it to rob I don't want it to rob my audience of my authentic views, my approach. I want this to always be my ideas, my thoughts, my heart put out into the world because that is the that is the point in my eyes. So I, I had a little bit of a a thought today. And I think this is going to be the last episode. In fact, in fact, this is going to be the last episode of season one. And that's because I'm turning a leaf, so to speak. I'm, I'm putting my foot down, so to speak. I am coming out of my safety blanket, my social media safety blanket, but taking it off because you know what, man? The fact is 90% of people feel exactly the same way. They're just all too scared to say it. 
they need somebody to say it first. And maybe I, I don't want to, I take that back. Maybe it's not that you're scared. Cause I'm not, I've never been scared. I, I've never been scared. I, it's more of a, um, it's more of a convenience. It's more of a convenience thing. I think it's far more inconvenient to say how you really feel about certain topics, about certain things, about certain, certain social issues. It's far more convenient to just keep that stuff to yourself and avoid, like I said, those heated debates and confrontations. And uh, certainly in this world that I have dove into, this social media content-driven world, because I've never wanted to offend or all those things I already said, I have I have stayed in that in that safety blanket. And uh, episode sixteen of season one marks the end of that. Basically, I'm I'm done, man. I'm done. And the reason behind that is simply put by, by doing so, by remaining, by remaining in that safety blanket, I am simply part of the problem. I'm part of the problem. If I'm not getting on here to reinforce the ideas to reinforce the thoughts that so many people have about all these different crazy social things going on mainly in America <laughs> um then what am i doing i have i have 3 kids that are and always will be my number one priority in this life and, uh, man, you don't have to look very far to see that you don't have to look very, and here we go. I guess we're diving right into it because Lord knows you can't say much these days without hurting people's feelings. And we have replaced facts with the guarding of feelings. Well, it's time that we get back to facts, man. It's time that we come back to reality. Now, I don't want this to get lost. I am well aware. I'm not going to change all of this. I'm not going to none. I don't think anybody is, you know, um, the, the driving forces behind all these things are, they are what they are. All we can do is control the message and the, the guidance that we provide in our homes. So, how can I in good faith get on here and stay reserved while I know my three kids are going to school every day being taught these crazy things and not being taught so many essential things? I'm just, I'm part of the problem if that's what I'm doing. So, yeah, I guess, uh, I guess, I guess here we go. Because <laughs> for some reason, this is controversial. For some reason, this is offensive. 
the the statistics, the actual numbers, regardless of how you might feel, the actual numbers show that a a child is going to develop into a much different human being when they have a get ready for it a masculine presence in their lives i know gas gasps heard around the saucy verse <laughs> It's just time that we stop denying it, man. It really is. Like, it's so, it's so crazy how far it's gone. You know? Um, now, we're going to talk about a few things today, and I don't want anybody listening to lose sight of the fact that, like I said, although I am taking off this safety blanket, okay, and I am coming on here from now on with my kids leading my kids leading this conversation my my desire for my kids future to look a certain way my desire for my kids to develop into strong strong people with great with a great moral compass that offer something both to the world and offer something to whoever their partner ends up being. So if I say something that rubs you the wrong way, just stick with me. Hear me out. Okay. Hear me out. Because there's, like I said, unfortunately, as much as it's put in our face, as much as it's driven down our throats, it's still a really small percentage of people that disagree with these things I'm going to talk about. It's, it's, it's a fact. It's a, it's an actual statistic. So it's not really debatable, you know? Um, like I said, the only difference is just because it's only 10% of people that feel a certain way, it just happens to be the way they feel that is all over the news, all over social media, just literally driven down our throats. It is now and has been in our schools. I mean, we're talking about brains that just are nowhere near developed yet, that are being told these things and taught these things that have lifelong effects, severe effects. I don't know, man. Um, so like I said, just bear with me, bear with me, but, oh boy. <laughs> now, what drove me to do this is the librarian in my daughter's school, middle school, middle school. Okay. Talking fifth grade, sixth grade here. have been the librarian has been adamantly driving these transgender lessons down their throats now look 
I'm a straight guy. I'm a pretty quote unquote traditional man. I'm just straight white dude. My wife, just a straight white gal, you know, we being pretty transparent here. We really didn't learn what we liked in that sense until like very recently. We're honestly still learning. How, how, how are we going to, man, these kids that are already, everything in the world is new. Everything is new. Can you remember what it was like to be in fifth grade, sixth grade? And just how humongous the world and life seemed and how you weren't really sure which category you fit into. You weren't really sure what, what road was best for you or what you liked. I mean, there's literally kids, kids, like young kids undergoing sex changes. Now, man, holy smokes. If you would have told me at 10 years old, at 15 years old, that that would have, that would happen in my lifetime, I would have asked you on what planet did we relocate to? Because it just all goes against just, just common principles, just a, a normal moral compass. It has nothing to do with oppressing or trying to make somebody feel a certain way. It has everything to do with let, let them grow up, let them figure out who they are. Don't tell them who they are. Don't, don't make them think one little thought that crosses their mind, dictate the next decade or more of their life. And maybe it doesn't, but the chances of that 10 year old being the same person at let's just say 20, God knows they're going to change a hundred times before then, but let's just say 20 years old. Now they're in the workforce or in college. And now they're dealing with these decisions that they made at 10 years old when they had not a clue who they were yet. Now, if you know, if you're 25 years old, whatever in your twenties and you think living a certain way or changing certain things about your physical body will make you a happier person. I don't, it's a free country, man. Do whatever you want to do, do whatever you want to do to feel, to be happier. I've been reading so much about this because again, I, this is not going anywhere. And I just think everybody, regardless of how you feel needs to accept that and do with that what you will. So for me, that is just educating myself as much as possible, trying to keep my finger on the pulse, so to speak, because it is so important to me that some of these things don't confuse my children from what we know to be I want to say human nature, but what we know to be, what we know to be true, <laughs> the, 
There's a word. Man, what we know to be true. I mean, I'm 34 and it is so, it's just so confusing. A lot of it is so hard to wrap my head around. And like I said, I've stayed, I've stayed so conservative to the point. I've stayed so reserved, so wrapped up in my safety blanket that when I got back on TikTok not long ago and all of a sudden my, my bio asked me what my pronouns were, I hadn't, I, again, full transparency here. I literally had no idea what that meant. I, I did not know what they were asking me. Now, again, I know a lot of my audience is older than I am. Some of you guys probably don't even know that this is as big of a deal as it is. I find that hard to believe. If you're listening to me, that means you are on social media to some extent. So most people do, but I don't think everybody realizes to the extent at which it's being driven into society. Now, again, what I was getting at is if you're in your twenties and you think doing certain things or living a certain way or whatever is going to make you a happier person, by all means, do that, do that, do what makes you happy. But I'm sorry. I will be damned. I will be damned. If somebody takes one thought that my children have at, let's just say 10 years old, because I have three that are all a year or two removed from 10 years old, I will be damned if you're going to take one thought when they see something and it makes them wonder, do I feel like that? Well, the truth is they don't know. They, they don't know yet. They don't know. So I will be damned if somebody takes that one thought and dictates the rest of their life off of that. But it's ha that, that's what's happening. And for some reason, that's the goal. That's the goal. Now, again, like I said, hear me out because this all, this all leads to the, to the big to the big problem that I have with all of this. And that is, that is, un <laughs> man, I, I, I'm realizing just how safe I have stayed. And, uh, you know, I was talking with my dad about this this morning and I said, let the chips fall where they may let the results be what they are. But I am done being part of the problem by keeping my mouth shut. I'm done being safe. I'm going to, if I'm going to do this, I have to, I have to say how I feel. I have to act like I'm talking to my kids every time I get on this microphone. I have to, otherwise, what am I doing? I'm, I'm just part of the problem. And now, some people say these are separate things. I don't see the, the whole feminism movement. I don't see that as a different deal than the whole transgender movement. I just don't, because again, hear me out. I don't see it as a difference. What we're doing and what the goal is for some reason. Now, 
I have my theories, but this is a phrase that I just, I cannot swallow. Toxic masculinity. Toxic masculinity. I just, it's, it's mind blowing to me again at 34 years old, my idols as a young man, as a boy were my father who came home covered in cutting oil every day because he was he's a pipe fitter working with steel iron making sure buildings don't burn down all over the great state that i live in my grandfather both of my grandfathers extremely hard-working great men masculinity is not toxic it, it's 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 literally necessary like what what is society without masculinity we it is so needed we are teaching young boys that being a man is a bad thing i'm sorry but i refuse i absolutely refuse to teach my son that being a man is a bad thing I absolutely refuse because it's not true. Our, I mean, we need men. We need men. Like a man's man. We need men. And whether or not you want to admit that, I, I'm not sure. I think a lot of this, and I, I, again, I know it's offensive, but I think a whole lot of this in all these different little subsections of this main problem I think a lot of it's mental illness, man. I think a lot of it is just people looking to solve this depression that they have. I really do. I don't know if I'm right. I have no basis for that. That's just my gut feeling is that so much of this is just based off of... It's based off of mental illness. I I do. I think some people turn to drugs. Some people turn to other forms of altering their state of mind to try to escape the one that they're stuck in. And again, I'm an addict. I can, I can totally relate to the depression. And I think, I think a lot of I, there's, it's not a coincidence that in 2022 mental illness and depression and all things related are just astronomically higher than they ever have been. It's not a coincidence. It's the world that we live in. The world that we live in is not natural. It's not a natural society anymore. It's just not. It's so it's so fake. It's so artificial. And no matter if we're conscious of it or not, our subconscious is aware. And therefore, it leads to depression. We are not living out the true purpose of what the gift of life is supposed to mean we're just not we're so disconnected from the earth from nature from human nature for, from all things related we are so disconnected it's almost like it is laughable it is laughable at which the extent that we're disconnected today it's it's terrifying now again i am very much still learning about a lot a lot of this stuff so i may misspeak 
I may misrep... I may misrep... One thing's for sure, I'll never be able to speak English. So, that is still and always will be a thing. I, w I very well may misrepresent some things. I very well may, like I said, misspeak. But the, the point is, I want... I want to learn because it's not like nobody is, nobody is doing these things consciously to cause harm to people. It's quite the opposite. People are doing these things because they want to feel better. Like I just said. But we have to we have to leave the kids out of it, man. Let let them grow up first. And if your stance is, well, we need to teach them for acceptance. No, we don't. No, we don't. No, we don't. I'm sorry. No, let them grow up first. Let them grow like people have always done. Let them grow up first. Let them figure out who they are <laughs> before you start telling them they were born in the wrong body. Okay. Let them figure out who they are first and stop, man. I just, the whole toxic max masculinity thing is so Greek to me because my, I feel like my childhood was yesterday. I I'm 34. How in 20 years have we just completely 180 How? Being a man is an honorable thing. Being a man is... It's necessary. It's necessary. Now, whether you want to admit it or not, gender is binary, man. There's two. There's, there's two. That is, that is not an opinion. That is not meant to be offensive. That is a fact. That is nature. That is a fact. That is the truth. The other issue that is almost exclusively an American issue is race. So in comparison, I heard it put brilliantly the other day. Gender is not a spectrum. There's two male and female there's two race race is a spectrum race is a spectrum i'm a white man if i fall in love with and have a baby with a black woman and let's just say a black woman or a chinese woman or you name it and we have a baby that baby is now mixed let's say that baby then grows up and reproduces with uh i don't know you name it any other race. Race is a spectrum. Gender is not. Gender is not. And the, the, the problem with removing masculinity and shaming masculinity is what it's doing to our families and what it's doing to homes in, in our country. There's nothing good that comes from it. So one person might make themselves feel better. And again, a lot of what I have read, that's very conflicting. 
The fact that that is a long-term answer is very conflicting, very conflicting. So you can't, you can't say it's right or wrong with, you can't say it's right or wrong with certainty. You just can't. But the, I mean, listen, listen to this. So I, I kept this on my phone just so that I would have it handy, but just so you have an idea of where I'm coming from here, what's going on? Sixty. So, in a single mother home, okay, in a single mother home, these are some statistics. All right, this is not made up. This is not opinions. These are facts. These are truths. Okay. In a single mother home, 63% of youth suicides come from a single mother home. Okay. Um, 90% of homelessness are children from single mother homes. 90%. 85, 85% of, um, Children with anger issues come from a single mother home. It's, there's so many, there's so many just, there's so many blatant examples and again, the fact that this is even in question is so beyond me. But there's so many examples of how necessary masculinity is. How necessary that father figure is. Now, I'm not saying you can't be whatever you want to be. I, I back that and I agree with that. I support that. Be whatever you want to be. Be whatever, be whoever you want to be to make you happy. 1 million percent, that is my stance. But all of these things that we're doing, all of these things, the, the extreme, the extreme takes on, um, on the whole feminism, or feminist, I'm sorry, the extreme takes on the whole feminist movement. And now again, I'm talking about the extreme takes the whole transgender thing. All, the, all of these things equate to so many less, so many less, what do you call it? Nuclear families with just a traditional mother, father, and the kids. The, the fact is, and I, I just don't understand how this is so lost in society. The fact is, that is our nature. It, it has always been that way because that is our nature. Whether you want to believe it or not, a man and a woman are very different. We are different, biologically different. And people try to argue this. And I see it all the time. And it's just like, but you, you can't though. <laughs> you can't though. It's, it is the truth. It is, it is the human truth.
You can't remove masculinity from society, man. I, I think I said this, I don't know if it was in a music reaction or a different podcast episode, but I just want you to sit back and just imagine if they had to draft for a war right now, what that would look like for America. Do you realize how screwed we would be? I just, a lot of it, I, a lot of it, I, I don't understand. And I'll be very truthful and honest about that. A lot of it, I do not understand. But, and I also heard this, this was also something that was told to me. And this was by a gay man, by the way, a, a gay man. This is what, this is what a friend of mine that is a gay man has always been a gay man since I've known him since high school. His take was, I, I do not like or agree with the whole LGBTQ deal. He said, here's the thing. I'm a gay guy, right? I choose to have sex with who I choose to have sex with. You're a straight guy. You choose to have sex with who you choose to have sex with. Now, if I don't agree with the ability to um, the ability for a child, the ability for somebody that can't even legally consent yet to undergo a gender transition. If I don't agree with that, then I'm anti LGBTQ, right? That's not, I have no, I love there's, I have so many people in my life that are gay. It, that has, that is none of, for one, it's none of my business for two. They're amazing people. And it, it just, they're not, they're not related. The, the quality of human being you are and whether or not I love and support you has absolutely zero, less than zero to do with your sexual preferences. I could not possibly care less. I could not possibly care less. So you can't, you can't lump them all together. You can't say because I am completely against this whole thing, specifically relating to kids now. Okay. I don't want that to get lost in any of this specifically relating to kids. I do not want that to get lost. Again, I have already said, if you're an adult, by all means, be an adult, do what you think is going to make you happy. And I hope, I hope it does. I hope it does. That is my true feeling. This is me with the safety blanket off. I hope as an adult, whatever you decide to do with your body, with your life, with your dating life, anything, I hope it all makes you happy because that is, that is what life is all about. Doing what makes you happy. It is not my place to tell you what that is. It is not anybody else's place to tell you how to make you happy. That is 1 million percent up to you. Not the kids, man. It needs to get out of the schools. Like, what are we doing? What are we doing? Let them grow up. Let them figure out who they are. Let them figure out who they are. You know? 
it's just so scary to me. Like I, I've re I've really, my son's right at that age now where you know, he's starting to have a lot of questions about manhood and, you know, he's about to turn 12. He's just starting to think about growing up a little bit more, you know, um, he's starting to have more opinions and more personal thoughts and things like that. So for the first time in my, in my fatherhood, I've been presented with some questions that I didn't really feel totally equipped to answer. Now, at one time I would have been, but with what they're being taught, and not just taught, but forced to learn, it's I, I have to be so thorough and so careful because, like I said, man, I want him to know two things can be true. If you... D grow up right and i'm not saying you can't have this realization at a younger age what i'm saying is making a a lifelong permanent decision as a child is just not okay it is it is literally it's evil that is that is evil rearing its head in our society. You, you just, you cannot tell me different. I'm not saying you can't have that realization. I, like I said, that kid that I was just talking about, he's, he was a blatantly gay man, even before he had any idea that he was a, you know what I mean? I, I am not disagreeing with the fact that people are born gay. That would never disagree with that, ever. There's way too much proof. There's way too many examples that is so we're so far beyond that now or at least we should be and i think i think as a majority we are which is great right so if he is gay i have no problem with that no problem with that at all but i also want him to know that masculinity is not toxic masculinity is not toxic It's necessary, man. Like all this equality talk and I, I, you know, the equal rights and all, I have no problem with any of that, but let's not pretend like we're, we're the same because we're not, we're, we're designed differently. Now, whether or not you believe that's a God that does that, whether or not you believe science, the fact, the truth is we are different creatures. We are different creatures we are made differently i could never carry a baby i don't have i don't have the things to carry a baby that is, that is not part of my anatomy that is not part of my biology i cannot reproduce and that won't change no matter how badly i wanted to that will never change i am a man now again i can't relate because that's just not who I am. But that's not to say anybody who feels anybody who was, that is not to say that anybody who was born as a man can't feel feminine or feel 
feel they are a woman inside. You know what I mean? But don't do anything physically altering until you're an adult. How is that okay? How? I just, it's so scary to me, man. It's so scary to me. The, di the divorce rate, like, the divorce rate these days is on, it's not even fathomable. And all of these things are contributing to that. All of these different things are directly contributing to how many broken homes there are in this country and how many kids that will never know both of their parents. Which, like I just read off, leads to so many other issues. And it's just this vicious cycle. It's not like it keeps a balance. It's this vicious cycle that is just trending straight downhill. And I, I get that, you know, what's, cra <laughs> what's crazy to me is how amazing our, how amazing our country is at making us feel like, making us feel like these are worldwide issues. I, I saw an interview with uh, a rapper yesterday or a, a, a couple days ago. Anyways, he left, he went out of the country. Okay. He went to, he went somewhere else. I don't remember what country it was, but he said the whole time we were there and he was genuinely like, you could tell he was deep in thought about this because he had always felt a certain way about racism and all those things. And even, even being gay, it, this, I strongly feel like these are very, the, the point that I'm trying to make here, it relates to both. So he went, he went to another country and he said the whole time we were there, never once did they call me referring to himself as anything but an American. He goes, I, I thought it was so weird. Like normally on a day-to-day -day basis, I'm a black guy and he's a white guy, not here, not, not literally you leave the American border and you are an American. You are not a black guy. You're not a white guy. You're not a Chinese guy. You're not a anything. You are, you're not a gay guy. You are an American. You're an American. You're an American human being. And I think that is the, the purest representation of how I truly feel about all of these different topics. We are all just people that happen to live in this chunk of land called America. So we can't, we can't let, we can't let these ideas and destructive ways of thinking. We just can't cram this in our kids' minds. Let them enjoy life. Let them explore the world first. Let them discover who the hell they are before you, before you just add to that confusion tenfold. You know, when I was a little boy, 
I, it was just, I have one sister, just me and my sister. So there was days I'd play with her, with her Barbies and her dollhouse. These days you literally, and I, this is not anything but true. If you go scroll along enough on social media, you will find tons and tons and tons of women, mothers. Oh, he, you know, he's, uh, he identifies as a girl. Hold on. Your four-year-old? Your three-year-old? Your four? Your four-year-old identify? What? It, it's so bonkers to me. It is so. <laughs> it's so unfathomable that I have a hard time even taking it seriously. I really do, but we have to because these permanent, lifelong decisions are being made as kids uh, you know we're raising him as a little girl because he likes to wear pink and plays with barbies dude do you realize how many times he's gonna change he's gonna change before he's an adult i i just don't understand you know, I told you guys a story. I don't remember on what platform, but there's a, a shipbuilding company in the state that I live in that had to install litter boxes because there was people coming to work there. They have, it's, uh, you know, there's a lot of like military things that are built there and stuff. So they're coming from an outside source, these they weren't going to be direct employees of this company, the shipyard, but they had to install litter boxes because these people coming identified as cats. It's, you know, you're discriminating if you refuse to honor their needs. What are, what are we doing, man? Do, do we, are, are, is anybody thinking about, and I know a lot of people are again, this is like a 90, 10 thing. The problem is the 10% is all we see. And there's a reason behind that. It is just more division. That is all it is. That's why I relate it to race so so directly because it is all it's all just division. It's all just division. The people that are driving this stuff into our schools and to every set of eyes in the country, they know they know what it is. They know how evil the extent at which this has gone to they know how evil that is they're not ignorant to that but it's division it's dividing us it's dividing and that you know i mean look no further than the race war to to see just how committed they are to divide us like i just said this is a that man i was just talking about a very successful black man. And you could just see it in his eyes, in his face, how genuinely puzzled he was. Like, man, have I just been living a lie all these years? I would play it for you, but there's copywritten um, background music. You could just see it. Go look around. Go look on social media. It's unbelievable. And I was completely ignorant to that. I had no idea 
that outside of America, so many of these things don't exist. They don't care who you are. If you're a guy and you want to act like a woman, go ahead. If that's what makes you happy, do you as an adult. Do you. Only here does all of these things divide us like they do. You leave this country, nobody cares who you sleep with. Nobody cares. Nobody cares what color your skin is. You're just a human being. You're just a human being. And that is just so deeply how I feel about all of this stuff, man. Like, I just want my kids to know you just love people because they're people. You just, you help another person because they're a person. You support them because they're a person. I do not care what they look like, what they want to dress like, what they sound like, who they date, who they sleep with. It, it doesn't matter. That can absolutely have no bearing on whether or not you have love for them and you support them. None of those things can affect that. Yet, that is literally what we are living right now. It's, it's really scary, man. It's really scary. You know, like being <laughs> like everything else we've talked about, I'm a straight white guy. So most of my opinions on this, most of what I talk about are going to be my perspective. It's going to be the life that I've lived and the way that I've seen these things. But I don't want to lose sight of the fact or not bring up the fact that being a, being a house, uh, being a house, being a homemaker, being a wife is just as honorable and necessary as masculine men are. Somewhere along the way, that became degrading to be a homemaker, to be a wife that, that does the cooking and, you know, is a homemaker somewhere along the way that became degrading. And I just, it's so different than when I was a kid. I, I, it's like I lived in, it's like I'm living in a different world. And I mean that literally it, it's, it's like I'm living in a different world because it wasn't only acceptable it was, it was how all great families looked. It was how all, and by great, I mean, loving, loving, supportive families. It's how they looked. A man with oftentimes a really brutal, rough job that would come home and to a, to a loving wife that tried to make the end of his day a little bit easier because the rest of it was so shit. What is, why, where, where did we go wrong? Like what, why is that a bad thing now? Why is that a bad thing now? Well, you're saying that's not, that's all we can do. Nobody's saying that's all you can do. Nobody, you, you could do anything you put your mind to, but the fact is we are, we're built differently. Like, why are we, why are we fighting that so hard? Why are we denying that so much? That's a fact. It's not debatable. It's a fact. It's the truth. I don't know, man.
I just don't want my, you know, I have two girls and I have a son. I don't want my girls to grow up and be alone because, because being a, a, a house, being a housewife, being a homemaker is degrading. You know, I know some women like that and they're alone and the statistics show a lot of them end up alone. A lot of them end up alone. So why are we training that way of thinking? Why are we training that way of thinking that is in the end resulting in so many broken homes? So many more broken homes. I just don't understand. You know, I don't understand. It's crazy. It's, it's, it's literally crazy in 20 years the transformation that we've undergone. I mean, it's unbelievable. Again, a lot of you guys are either older than me or around my age. You can't argue with that. I mean, it's literally like a different world. I don't know, man. I don't know. I would love, I think, with this kind of newfound approach to this whole thing, I would love for people that either oppose the way I'm thinking here, for people that are living that life, let's let's get you on a call in here or something. Let's let's start having guests on the show and discuss these things. Because like I've always told you guys, I only know my perspective. I only know my point of view. Am I right all the time? Absolutely not. Am I right most of the time? Probably not. <laughs> you know? So I want to hear from you guys. I really do. Um, I didn't put any thought into this ahead of time, so I don't have anything for you right now. But by the next episode... I'm going to have a way for you guys to call in or, you know, maybe we'll use an, 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 maybe I'll create a discord channel just for that or something. And we'll just take random calls. I don't know. I'll have to look into it, but I really want to hear from people that oppose this way of thinking because it's so Greek to me. It really is Greek to me. I'm not trying to be disrespectful. I'm not trying to be offensive. I already stated several times, if you are a human being, I love you end of story but we can't replace feelings we can't replace facts with feelings and that is what we're doing that is all we're that is that is the main ingredient to what we're doing we're replacing facts with feelings i just keep going back to can you imagine if they drafted are we still going for equality do we want do women really want to make up 50% of, you know, the, the front line, Do women really, do you want to make up 50% of that battlefield? I don't, I just don't know. You know, I don't know. And as far as the, the whole identity thing and all that stuff, I, I would just love nothing more than to hear people that are living that life. All I want to do is learn. 
all I want to do is learn. I just want you to educate me on what led you to where you are in life, how you feel about this whole kids thing in the schools. It's just, it's kind of, I don't know. I don't know. I just want to learn. I just want to learn because I want to be the best dad that I can be. I really want to instill in all three of my kids. Simply put, never be afraid to be who you are, regardless of what that means. Be who you are. Be what makes you happy. But I also don't want them to think that who they are is either belittling themselves or degrading themselves or toxic. I, it's, it's so far-fetched. It's so Greek to me that I just, I need help understanding. So if you are living that life and you are somebody that would, and again, this is all just healthy conversation. I'm not mad at anybody. If you're a human being, I love you. That is the, the end result of all of this. As soon as we hang up that call, I'm still going to love you just as much as before we started that phone call. I'm simply eager to learn and educate myself on this world that I know so little about. Um, and I, I don't know. I don't know. I can't find a lot of people that struggle with the identity crisis that believe it should be accessible, not just accessible, but almost forced upon our kids. I, I have yet to see one person, one adult that is living that life and agrees with that. I've yet to see one. So I, I would just love to hear from you guys. I would love to hear from you guys. I know I have several people in the gay community. Um, I do know I have a couple. Excuse me. I do. I, I know I have several people in the gay community. I have several people that cover the whole LGBTQ community in my fan base. I know that. Um, so I would love to hear from you guys. I really would. I want to be educated. I want to be. Now, just because I'm not staying in this safety blanket any longer does not mean I don't support literally every single one of you. I've tried to make that as evident and as clear as possible every step of the way. So don't ever get that misconstrued. I, like I, I cannot say it enough. If you are a human being, man, I love you. Like, literally. Don't get any of this confused with that, okay? As I've always said, I am simply a dad of three kids whom I want the best for. So, therefore, I have a responsibility to keep my finger on the pulse of what's going on in society and try to teach my kids my view of it and how I think they should handle it. Cause so many of these things I never had to deal with, you know, so much of the lessons that my parents taught me were based on life experience. My dad tried to teach me certain things based on how he grew up based on lessons he learned in life. 
this is so scary because these are these are I'm trying to teach my kids things that I have I have no clue about. And I think that is true for so many parents. I mean, I, I it kind of has to be, right? I think that's pretty obvious. So I want to learn. I really do want to learn, but I don't know, man. Again, I I don't think myself or the biggest of podcasts is going to change this. It's just the the driving engines are way too powerful. Um, so all we can do is try to educate the people in our homes. And, just, you know, when my daughters get older, I want to, man, I want to someday be sitting in my chair with Saucy Mom and just have... I got three kids, so let's say they each have two, right? So we go from three to nine with two makes 11. And then let's just say like, you know, cousins and maybe, maybe we get, well, yeah, let's see a couple generations down, right? So now we're talking maybe 30 people, 40 people. You know, I want to be 80 years old in my living room with Saucy Mom and have 50 people that all came from my wife. 50 people that would not be in that room because of my wife. All of that life, all of that beautiful life created because of my wife, right? Because of our love, because of the life that we built, because of everything we did together represented in that room at one time all 50 people in there coming from her i want to just sit there one day and just kind of revel in that you know i don't want my daughter to grow up and be 80 years old and alone i i got so many women so many women in my life that are alone and they always will be that's, that's not hateful or trying to be disrespectful it like it's if you ask them they would tell you they'll always be alone that's their stance and they're miserable. Not one of them is happy. Not one miserable, no kids, no best friend, husband, whatever you want to call it, or girlfriend, wife, whatever, no companion, no companion, no kids, no nothing miserable. What a, who wants to live like that? And I get that some people do. That is what makes some people happy by all means. Like I've said this whole entire time, do what makes you happy, please. This is your life, but don't force what makes you happy on me or my kids or anybody else. Right? Right? I don't know, man. The, the, the statistics say the fact is the majority of men or women that end up alone are sadder people or struggle with more mental health issues and have to take supplements to experience happiness than those that are in a relationship or have built a family that that is not made up that is not my opinion those are those are those are facts those are facts. People way smarter than I am that research and dig into this stuff on a daily basis. That is their job. 
Oh boy. I don't know. I don't know. I feel like, um, I feel like moving forward, we're going to, we're going to really make, I feel like the potential to make a difference grows exponentially just by having these conversations. I'm going to learn things. Therefore, my kids are going to learn things. Therefore, everybody that all of us come in contact with, we're going to be better people because of it. So I, re I look forward to talking to you guys. I really do. Um, when I come up with a way for us to do that, I'll let you know what that method is. I just have to look into it first. More, more, I don't know. I don't know if it'll be Discord. I'm not sure how we'll go about it yet. Maybe I'll just get a phone just for the podcast. There's an idea, right? Oh, boy. Anywho. I love you guys, man. I really do. Um, I hope you all do what makes you happy. I hope you all love yourselves at the end of the day. That is all that matters. This is, I've said it so many times in so many different ways. This is your life. I want you to live it in a way that makes you happy. That is nobody else's business. My only gripe with all of this is the kids. Leave the kids out of it. Leave the kids out of it. I don't think that that is offensive. I don't think that that should be a problem. We're causing. It's just not, it's not, it's not okay. <laughs> Simply put, it's just not okay. It's not okay. Let these, let these kids grow up. Let them experience some life first. Let, you know, man, I don't know. I don't know. Anyways, man, I really do appreciate you guys listening. I appreciate you hanging out, hearing me flap my gums um and i look forward to talking to you guys about a, a lot of different issues that are going on it's time that we it's time that we get out of this safety zone and have some real conversation about real issues because a lot of the stuff that we've talked about have been sub um subtopics of the the real issues, the root cause of so many of these problems that we've talked about. It's time that we talk about the root cause, the root causes, because there's more than one. I look forward to doing that. I really do. Because I know I have some very genuine, great people on my Patreon page, um, on the YouTube channel. I have some really genuine, great people in this community. And I would love to hear from you guys and your stance on all of these things. Um, you know, whether it be the gender movement, whether it be the, the race war, <laughs> whether it be the, you know, the feminist movement, any of these things, I just want to learn more about it, um, you know, and have some real conversations. So hopefully I didn't lose too many of you today. 
I understand I more almost definitely lost some, but I'm done. I'm done saying. I'm done filtering how I feel. I'm not getting any younger. You're not getting any younger. My kids are only getting older. I'm, I'm done filtering how I feel. If I'm going to do this, I'm going to speak from the heart. I'm going to speak from my gut. And, uh, you know, some people are going to like it and gravitate to it. And some people, some people just don't want to hear what they already know and just aren't willing to accept. I know that about myself, just from my addiction and, you know, other bad decisions. Sometimes you just don't want to hear what you already know because you know it's wrong. You know you shouldn't be doing it. But, oh well, I'm just going to ignore it. And I can't ignore it with you talking about it. So shut up. And I don't want to listen to you anymore. I, I get that. You know what I mean? And that it is what it is. But like I said earlier, I really feel like there is so many more people that feel like I do than don't. I would be, I don't even know. I don't think that it's possible that the majority is the other way. I just can't see that that many people think <laughs> it's a good idea to do what we're doing right now. Scary times. Scary times, people, for a whole lot of reasons. Anywho, I hope you guys have a fantastic day. Have a fantastic Halloween, right? Yeah, have a fantastic Halloween. I'm pretty excited. I'm going to Michigan um, this upcoming weekend for the Michigan State versus Michigan college football game. I've never been west of, like, New York City. So that's exciting. Another very cold state, much like the one I'm leaving. So nothing really to look forward to in the weather department. <laughs> in fact, it's going to be colder there this weekend than it is here today. So, but I'm excited. I've never been to a big time college football. I've never been to a college football game, period. So the fact that my first one is at the big house, pretty excited about that. We're staying in a Airbnb right in Ann Arbor. And yeah, so I'm pretty excited. And then Halloween is Monday. So I won't talk to you guys until after Halloween. Episode 17 won't be till after Halloween. Um, yeah. Or maybe I do season two, episode one, right? I'm not, I'm not sure. I'll have to look into it. Anyways, we'll, we'll decide when we get there, I guess. So I hope you guys have a great Halloween again. Please be so cautious, be so thoughtful and careful when it comes to the candy, when it comes to just being aware of your surroundings, aware of, you know, it's really sucks and it's really sad that we even have to think the way that we do but the fact is we do and there's a there's reasons for all of it so just be really careful this weekend
any Halloween parties you go to, be really careful on Halloween. I know it's a lot of work and I know it's annoying at times. Go through the kids candy. You know, it's not just a, it's, it's time well spent. It is energy well spent. I'd much rather spend that time going through the candy than time at the hospital crying and praying. Right? So do your due diligence. Uh, again, my ladies out there, my saucy ladies, you look beautiful today, by the way. I didn't, I, I forgot to tell you that you look beautiful. Um, my saucy ladies, make sure you wipe down your driver door handles. I've been hearing more and more cases of this fentanyl on driver's doors. So just please be careful guys. You know, it's a scary world. We live in for a plethora of reasons, but can't let that stop us from being happy and living life. Just have to be aware while we do so. That's all. Yeah, have a good week, guys. Have a good end of your October. Have a good Halloween. And I will see you probably, patrons, probably Tuesday. Um, rest of the world, the Friday after Halloween, which will be November. Don't even, it's absolutely madness that it's already November. How, how, how is it almost the end of the year man crazy i love you guys thank you so much for all the support make sure you check out the youtube channel if you haven't yet um and you know like i said this thing is available on all podcast platforms so go search for it on your favorite source for podcasts and if you want to be a part of the live tapings of this, <clears throat> I post the live link on my Patreon page. Um, yeah. Have a good one, guys. I love you. Take care of yourselves. Take care of each other. Love everybody. Maybe I should add that to the outro, huh? Take care of yourselves. Love yourselves. Take care of each other. Love each other. Stay safe out there. All right, guys. Peace out. Saucy fam.